We are we're recording, so let's talk about shit and then <laughs> go back to being miserable. Yeah, I fucking love being miserable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is depressing, you know. Like you can actually see the weather like change into winter. Like we've actually just skipped summer. We did a winter to winter. We had what, like two weeks of sun. We literally did a winter to winter, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, well, Alistair, you're hosting this one because I can't be asked to. So just talk questions. All right, let's I, will, just... I, will, I will get more cheery as we go on. But yeah, of course. Okay. Spent watching the most boring race of my life. <laughs> well, who was racing? It was the Formula One. Oh, okay. I, I swear Hamilton's got there in the bag anyway. So I was just like, oh. yeah. he won by thirty-five seconds. See what I'm saying? No, he didn't. Did you not? No, he I'm won not... by like. I just guess five I mean, and a half. I'd stop watching with three laps to go. But you're bare dark. I know I've got no light in my room. Bro, you, look like, you look like an unlockable character. Jeez. Don't hey. you have a light in your room? There's one above your head. Do you, uh, do you want to see it? Yeah. It, it probably doesn't do anything. Watch. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, no, that, that, that works. Wait, 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 wait. Nah. No, no. <laughs> I know it doesn't. Wait, let me come my laptop right or something. Wait, maybe if I go. Yeah, laptop right. No, that's a good way to stop. Mm. <laughs> that would be that would be, be the that would be the little Abby thumbnail. Yeah, thumbnail. Exactly. Look, it's, this is as light as I'm gonna get. Yeah. Physically anyway. and in context. So Alistair, what is the first topic of conversation we'll talk about? Wait, should we do, do an intro like oh yeah? Oh we've got to do an intro. Hang on, if we do an intro, we need to What is up guys and welcome back to another podcast. Come What's on. up, guys? This video is sponsored by Raid Shadow Legend. Shadow Legend. <laughs> Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, no, no. all that, all that. Do you want to watch Netflix shows in another country? Well, this video is sponsored by NordVPN. Yeah. <laughs> Nord is lit. <laughs> Nord is the one. Nord is the one. It's so expensive, though. No, but that's for three years. Like, you pay, like, 100 up front for three years. It's, like, £2 a month. Or if you want to be smart, you could just use Tor Browser and get anything. But right, um, hello right. so everyone. This is we are no longer in complete lockdown. We are in lock. Yeah, this really? is in lock. I think I think a better word is down. Everyone's a bit down. Yeah, yeah we're in down. down. Yeah, Everyone's definitely. having a sad. Because mm. um, winter is coming. It is coming, <laughs> and it's. I feel. I mean, it's been. I've been. I've noticed with more trackies. I've been putting on naturally. Yeah, of course. Now I'm going out. I used to go outside and think, "Cool, I might as well take this off." Now I'm thinking, "Do you know what? I'm I'm gonna grab that." Put it back on. Yeah, yeah. But still, I still forget my mask. I walk so so far. That's that's legit the worst thing. That's the only thing. I'm like, I'll literally walk down the road and I'm like, "Fuck!" And then you just have to run back. But you they sell masks in there, but they won't let you in. I'm like, can I just, oh, can I just buy the mask? It's like, <laughs> I think if you want to make it compulsory, but the thing is, people are still going in. I'm not giving a shit. Oh, mate. Masks. Yeah. I, was on, I was on the tube, and the thing that annoys me, yeah, is I go on the tube with people, and they either don't wear the mask, or they have the mask like this, and it, it infuriates me. They, oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah, I feel you, I feel you. Like, what? What are you doing? You might as well just—it's <laughs> <laughs> just not. Happening. It, it pisses me off. All those people that get the proper bougie masks. 
I've seen cards. It's not even that. It's like, if you, fair enough, you want a bougie mask, whatever. But <laughs> if they're making it compulsory to wear a mask, somebody should be at the door. And if you haven't got a mask, you should be turned away. And yeah. if you have a valid reason for not wearing a mask, then you need maybe some sort what of... What is the valid... What are these valid reasons? I think if is you have asthma... No, but... They just say things like, oh, yeah, respiratory problems or something like that. But, like, really and truly, is it even that deep? They've even done videos about that you get the same amount of oxygen with the mask, like the surgical one. You get the same amount of oxygen with it on than you do without it on. So, really, I'm just there, like... What are these legit? Because I see people walking around... Don't want to do it. Do you remember it's like placebo effect? The same people that don't wear them, that work, that refuse to wear the mask, don't get enough air. The same people that in winter will wrap a scarf around them all the way <laughs> up to mm. there and then say, "I can breathe fine." Uh, well, there's been some interesting stuff happening in the world and whatnot. Oh yeah, of course. Bar, 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 bar coronavirus starting of off with um, man like Chadwick to man himself. Um, I didn't. The thing came up, and I thought to myself. Uh, first thing I thought was Sky News are fucked up here because they definitely reported the wrong thing. Yeah. And well, what what did they say? Well, no, because it came on my thing. Black Panther passed. Chadwick Boseman dies, age forty-three, of colon cancer, and a picture of Chadwick Boseman. I was like, they've definitely got the wrong actor there because, mm. like, one one I didn't know he was forty-three. Yeah. And now he was old, like mm, he was older. Was, I thought he was in his early 30s max I didn't yeah he was older like everything kicked off when in his <laughs> later hey, hey, in his hey. career black don't crack yeah come on yeah but that he is the definition <laughs> of black don't crack he, I, I did, that 43 he, looks phenomenal in like well the fact was he, in phenomenal shape when you know uh like during black panther and stuff during like black that. Yeah, panther, was. endgame etc well yeah so black shape. panther he did black panther endgames 26 bridges infinity war civil war Sorry. um Marshall. Marshall, he did that Jackie Brown film? Or was that? No, nah, he, he did that um before he got the term. I first saw him in, have you seen Draft Day? Yeah, yeah, I saw him in that as well. Yeah, that I was, saw him in that. That was a good movie. You know? that was, I like that film. And yeah. I saw him in um, the Jackie Robinson film. Yeah. Jackie Robinson, but. I haven't seen either. I just up. know him from, obviously, Endgame, Black Panther, Black Panther etc. Mm-hmm. No, from Marvel. From I knew him Marvel. formerly from Marvel, but it was when the people came up to Marvel, I was like, oh, Oh. It was like, and then yeah, it was. See, I found out when I was awake when the statement was released. It was, I was a, awake, yeah. It was like three something. You know, how I put it in that Twitter Twitter group. Yeah, so it came from my phone. Yeah, um, and I was like, nah, this is wrong. But then it was his official Twitter account. Um, the, I was like, yeah, and I believe, it. correct me if I'm wrong, it is the most liked. It's the most liked tweet ever of all time. Not retweet, but like Yeah, some 6.8 million likes. And it's the most liked Instagram post apart. It's the second most liked Instagram post because the egg is still ahead. The egg's got like 60 million. No. Yeah, the eggs. I the eggs just jokes. Uh-huh. I still remember when that came out. It was just like, yeah, let's just take yeah. this away from Kylie Jenner. Yeah. Yeah. Like, everyone yeah. just jumped on. <laughs> but if you think, right, so I'm on the most liked Insta post of all time. The egg is uh, first with 54.7 million likes. Uh, X's um, final post before his death is on 21.3 in second. Oh, but in the, top, in the top 20, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 of those posts are by Kylie Jenner. Well, one of them is definitely, definitely going to be when Stormy was announced. 
what? Yeah, the first photo of her daughter is third, um, eighteen point five million likes. Eighteen point five. Yeah. Adwick's on like seventeen and something now. Yeah, yeah, he's the fourth most liked Insta picture of all time. But surely Jennifer Aniston's picture's up there. Yeah, she's fifth. Dude, I'm so pathetic. I know. Which one's that one? That. She started um, her in... first. I oh, know. Was it her first picture? Her first one. Jennifer Aniston joined Instagram and she posted oh. a picture, and it shut down. Instagram completely shut down because everyone went on like it. Fair enough. Um, but mate, Chadwick, when he, I was genuinely like, I take because the thing is, like, nobody knew he was even he even had cancer. That was the craziest bit about it. Like, he's been hiding it for four years, and I remember. Um, couple months ago he donated 4.2 million to covid and he was looking super skinny like you know steve jobs when he was yeah, about to die people thought super skinny he, people thought he was um, yeah, obviously. losing weight for a role for yeah a method role. than that because he's been like losing weight gradually after yeah. avengers and stuff and we just I've, I've been looking at him like oh nah it's just it just is what it is like he's probably going to lean out super for the next black panther or something like that i didn't know was it was what it was well, yeah, I mean, the thing is, people on Twitter, the same people calling him Crack Panther and all this other stuff, and then the same people going, oh, you lot all took the piss out of him. Like, yeah. I didn't even know he was losing, I didn't, I didn't even notice he was losing weight. because I, I didn't Neither did I. I wasn't paying really attention. I wasn't paying it. attention. No, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to, you know, throw facts and figures and whatnot. I wasn't, I didn't know of him until Black Panther, to be honest. I didn't until know like, I didn't follow him. I didn't until, follow. Yeah, I didn't follow him all, but... But I watched him in some films, and I watched. Yeah. I, mean, I loved him in Draft Day because that's such a good film. Yeah, it's just the tactics draft and stuff. And draft, he was just like Draft Day. The you watched Draft Day, Stefan. Fucking who called me mid joke? Um, no, <laughs> no, um, no uh, Draft Day. It's basically a, a film that he was in, and it follows literally. It's basically American equivalent to Transfer Deadline Day. Where? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I know, I know what a draft it like. That there's a film about a day and a club oh, and a, a, a team owner and the whole day process of it. And Chadwick Boseman's in it, and uh, Terry Crews is in it. And it's a it's one of them films. But if you like sport, you like that film. It's yeah, sports and tactics. It's like, got it's, action. It's not got thrill. It's not got a fair or anything it's, like that. It's, 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 it's on the same wave as like Moneyball. Like if you like the behind the scenes type of stuff as well. Yeah, as just. The sports itself is definitely it's a, it's on that way. It's, it's a good watch. Um, Fair enough. But. but yeah, have you seen a well that um, the Russian opposition leader getting poisoned? Yeah, that was yeah, yeah, I saw that. That's mad. That is crazy. That's Russia, though. Like, yeah, I it's mean, kind of expected. Putin's not even trying to be subtle anymore. <laughs> he's just like. Well, he's claimed they have. Um, Russia have found a cure for COVID. It's like. Yeah, they haven't even been testing it or anything. Like he's literally just been feeding it to people, yeah. and people are getting injected and just going like, "Yeah, yeah, it works. Keep it moving." I'm just there, like, this is not the time for this right now. Like, yeah, but I've, I mean, look, I'm I'm under the impression now of COVID that the only people that should be on furlough are the people who are at risk because I'm being paid to sit at home when I could, even if I got COVID, I'm most likely to just get over it. Well, technically, because you work at a club, clubs can't open. So if you cannot oh, work, yeah. you should. What do you mean, why? Why can't they? I don't see why they can't open. Because, because clubs are some of the scummiest. I understand. Like, ridden and at the beginning of COVID, yes. To, but now, we're at the point now where everything else is open. Like, I went to, I, you go to Lost last night. That's now technically just a sit-down bar. It's a full-on club. Lost, it, yeah. Lost is a bar. Lost, Spoons, Mai Tai. Any pub you go to, they're, they're breaking social distancing rules. The, the, the staff are. 
Like, literally, no one is following the rules, but you're still keeping his industry shut. I think yeah. it's because they have to. Because if, let's say they open clubs, right? For example, mm. where my dad lives in Aberdeen, they open everything up. They open up a bar. And within two days of that bar opening, there was a major breakout in that bar. I think six people who went to that bar ended up getting coronavirus, which put a local lockdown in Aberdeen, which caused Aberdeen not to play their football matches for like two weeks and this and that. And yeah, it's all the repercussions from it. School, I think schools got closed again. Correct me, I might be wrong. Oh, that, yeah, but, but I get, no, the I get repercussions. The, I get the local lockdowns and that, but then when you see places like, I mean, most places in London, if you go to London on Saturday, like tonight or last night, bank holiday weekend, carnival was meant to happen. All the bars are open. Most nightclubs have turned into bars. Most restaurants have got a bar feature. People are just going out. Like, places are still shutting at, still at like 3 a.m. And people are still walking the streets, getting into cabs, walking to kebab shops, walking mm. in shops. People are I think there's loopholes. I think it's one of them things It's like, we're going to say it's like this and not to open. But if you open to turn into a bar, then that's your loophole through. Whereas yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's doing so... Like a backdoor type of thing, like yeah, I you think know, you know, no one's gonna enforce it. So people are not really interacting outside of people they're going with. If that makes sense. So if you're going yeah, with a group yeah. of friends, you're not going to a ra- like talk to a random group of people out I mean, of nowhere. Do you know what I mean? Well, when we went to that place in Paddington, like it was back to normal for me. But then again, you said no one was really interacting with each other. Yeah, you stay. You're mm. saying within your group, which is. Oh. Okay, I guess I'm sure there was the old. <laughs> I'm sure there was the old individual. I'm sure there was the old individual. I mean, people. certain people just certain like, like uh, yeah, <laughs> just can't help themselves. Like, certain, obviously, rules in that, but um, certain thirty-one-year-old women. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard saliva was being traded, but that's another story. That's a story for a different day, and that leads us on to. It's not a story for a different day. That is a story for death. <laughs> no, to be fair, that leads us on to our next topic, which is um. Dealing with drunk, drunk people. <laughs> I want to say now I haven't. I don't think I've said it right. I'm sorry for last weekend, boys. <laughs> that was Yo, it. Look, came up. It came the up way, Like that's the craziest thing. Like it, all of you, not even just like everyone. It came out of nowhere. Like yo, we're all finished. I was like, how? But then again, I think, oh, yeah, I, I've got food and then I just didn't drink while everyone is getting them well, in. The thing with, well, I can only speak for So, you. where did we go? Let's start with where did we go? Where did we go? We went to Pagola, right. Paddington. The, the accident that happened in the night, I'm not talking about, but the, the progression of the evening, I'm happy to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're talking about yeah, getting drunk that. and dealing with us. So. Well, when we got there, we got, I had a, we got a Corona, we got a beer on arrival. We got a cocktail, yeah. yeah I got a Corona on arrival. Alison got a lemonade. And then we moved in. I didn't start drinking properly probably until about three hours after we got there. No, 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 no. no but we ended up buying a the... bottle of wine, Rue Boy. Yeah, but we, what, <laughs> what time did we get there? Five. We get that wine till like eight. We got our food. We didn't, no, we didn't... no, we got the wine a bit earlier than eight. We didn't get the, mo- we didn't get the food until like an hour. Well, you didn't get the food until like an hour in. Yeah, yeah, you guys didn't get food till like later, but... Honestly, I don't think I've ever been that drunk. Oh, wait, do you want to... Wait here, all right? You could talk about yourself. <laughs> yeah. right, I'm going to go grab my shoes from that night, yeah? Wait there. Your shoes are finished, bro. bro. It, was, it was the Jaeger. I think it's because we started drinking bare last minute, like, bare quickly. Oh, it, yeah. Plus, plus, Kinnock kept coming in with, like, round after round of those 
um, those cocktails that Stefan was like, oh, it's banging, and they all they tasted like juice. Banging. They were banging. They I'm were not... so banging. Like even for me, they were banging. Oh. Everyone was just sipping on those so quickly. You understand? I each of us spent bar you. Everyone spent like two bills. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Those are my shoes from the night, right? I was wearing a cream top, but oh, you can't really see, but oh, yeah, you can, you can. covered in vomit, right? Yeah, oh, you're looking like Jackson Pollock, bro. <laughs> like, big man, big like, man. When I say you so, fine, and then you got up and look, it's, you fell asleep. No, yeah, no, I fell asleep. See, now, asleep. I feel, the bouncer came over and was like, Is he good? And I was like, He's diabetic, he's just having a little sugar thing. So just leave him. He'll be, he'll be <laughs> a little sugar. Thing. Yeah, we told him like, oh, we'll leave in a couple minutes. Like it's cool, it's cool. Like, like we'll leave and see him. Like, just looked up and you woke up and you went, I need to go home. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I don't remember leaving. You know, I wanted to stay a little bit longer, but I was like, nah, come on. If Stefan's asking us to go, like he never asks us ever to. When leave. do I ask to leave? You know, it was like, right, well, you actually leave. don't. Exactly. I'm like, let's keep going. And, yeah. like, and then we got you to the door and I literally just turned around and went, right, where's Alistair and Kinnard? And Michael was like, okay. And he turned around and we looked back and we're like, where the fuck has he gone? And Stefan just, <laughs> just, just bolted, gone. And <laughs> outside the fucking Microsoft building or Google building or someone's building. <sighs> you know, the, the craziest bit here, I was trying to get to the station and then he almost jumped into the canal. No. <laughs> I was like, this guy, bro. I saw him running and I was like, <laughs> and I was like, he might get in. So we, <laughs> so we sat on like the barge or the boat thing, the river boat. Mm. They were having drinks and they just see Stefan just <laughs> straight for the water. And then he's gone down face first. He's like this far away from the water. I'm like, why are you doing that? And he's like, he's cold. <laughs> <laughs> see, I don't remember any of this. Like, you know me, usually I can handle my drink. I'm fine. You're finished. Right. I have never been that drunk in my life to the point, couldn't make it home. So, I had to call my girl and be like, come get me. <laughs> or you, did you call her, Gaz? Yeah, yeah Gaz, Gaz called her, yeah. Oh my God, she came and like. And then you yeah. vomited in the cab. In the cab. Oh my God, so I got in the cab, right? And the guy was like, and Megan was saying, when I first got in, I was, she was joking with him and was like, oh yeah, don't worry, he's not going to throw up because he asked. Mate, 20 minutes in, he's driving down the main road. Uh, I think, where did she say we were? I think we were near Kennington. Or like coming up to Stockholm or something like that. But down the main road, right? Bruv, I've slung open the door as he's doing 30. Just thrown up all over his door. All over like the, the bottom bit on the wow. side. And he's pulled into some petrol station. And obviously my girl's gone to like, get like cleaning stuff to help him clean the car. And then he was like, do you not want to get back in? I can take you to where you're actually going. And obviously usually if you throw up in the cab, that don't happen. That's, that's the end of your ride. Yeah. And yeah. He, he didn't charge us he's a nice guy to be, Yeah. He's a nice guy to be fair. I think it's because Megan obviously went to buy cleaning stuff and like helped him clean his car. I think uh, it was fair. I think in his head he's thinking, if I don't take him home, no one is. Yeah. And he obviously mm. thought how far you had to go and he was yeah. like So how does that lead us on? How do you deal with a drunk person? Well what is, what is the procedure? Are we, are we talking drunk friend or cause I work in because where <laughs> I let's start let's start with drunk friend. Let's start with drunk friend. <laughs> Um, well, I'll only speak of a friend, I'll speak of a mutual friend of ours, and I won't say their name, but there's a certain mutual friend that once they start drinking, they will not listen to any advice when to stop. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> So, dealing with a drunk friend, I personally have felt that when they get to the, there's a point, 
Now, for me, once I get to a certain point of drunk, I know what drinks to then drink to keep me there, but not take, tip me over the edge. I'm happy with. I'm like, okay, get onto the VKs. That will not sober me up, but it will not get me more pissed. Yeah. A certain friend of ours who literally Ryan Williams cannot. Certain <laughs> <laughs> friend of ours, <laughs> Ryan Williams, like, straight out, like just have to say it. <laughs> cannot well put an app button there. Can't have a drink not in his hand. That is the thing. It's like mm. he'll be mad drunk and be like, "This is his, pretend this is a drink." He's like, "I'm go get another one," and he will hold on to that drink until he has a new one from the bar, and, and it's then- just. As they're pouring the other one, he's necking it and then <laughs> he literally, I've never seen his hand not free. I've never seen his hands free. <laughs> his phone is in it or his drink is in it. I've never seen him. Just That's too- true. Um, and when it gets to the point of too drunk and they're like starting to piss you off, I get quite short with them because I don't want to be the loving one because they usually take the piss. Come on, come on. I'm like, here now. Yeah. Now. From that time on my birthday, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's funny. I just spat on the floor. It wasn't even like a. It was a. Yeah, we were all sat there eating pizza and we were all waved. And he just walks into. This is exactly what it was. He just. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, don't forget, hold on. He opened the kitchen door. He opened the door, spat. I'm like. Guys, and then walked out. Closed the kitchen door and just walked away. And then Stefan Kidd were like, what? <laughs> I told him to come back and clean it. I was not having that, bro. Yeah, so was like, you come back in your cleaner. And Ryan was like, what? I didn't do anything. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> Fleming I, on the floor. I think, because a lot of people like to be drunk or like pretend to be drunk for attention. So I think if you can distinguish who's who, who's doing that and who's actually, you know what, they're in trouble here, aka me last weekend. Well, um, I thought you were putting it on until you until you went to those rivers. I thought you were putting it on a little bit because I didn't think it was possible for someone to go from that sober to that drunk. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Wow. It was literally like. Oh. I re- the last thing I remember is going toilet and then those two people sitting next to us. <laughs> and. What was her mate's name? I don't know. But all I, the last thing I remember is her telling me she was from Ipswich, I think. Was that right? Yeah, it was. He started slagging off Graham because they both used to work for him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mid pod concert interruption. Yeah. But yeah. yeah t- um, technical difficulty. Technical. What's up? But um Yeah, that was a that's the last thing I remember. And then I had a flashpoint where you know the original bench I was sat on with Gaz? Yeah. I ended up on the other bench, the one opposite. Yeah. Yeah, you did, I, yeah. That's the last thing I remember. You just kind of, you just kind of can't doubt. I went, I went from zero to 100 quick. That's good. Oh, I, I'm not going to lie. I had a fucking night. Oh, it was a great night. Absolutely. The first time night. we'd seen each other. Well, the first time I'd seen you lot since the be- end that. of January. Yeah, it would have been uh, six months. Yeah, end of January or like early, very, very early February. But yeah, that was up. Um, that was up there with Michael's birthday in second year. That was very, very good. That, that was definitely night. up there. Though. It started off slow. It started off. Yeah, very peak. I would say Michael's yeah. birthday, second year, and Michael's birthday, your final year, was very good. 
when when uh, do you know what? Yeah, when when Mike when Mike sorts it out, yeah, it's always a good night. <laughs> I would say so. I would say so. When Mike sorts it out, we always end up doing some shenanigans, bro. There are. Sh- oh my god. Bro. Especially me and Gaz. Michael's birthday. <laughs> Michael's birthday second year was the night that um um one of our friends was interacting with uh, Caitlin's friend Millie Hassel, and then we've got in that fat fight in the upstairs of fire station. Oh my god, when Kinod knocked that guy's hat off his head from a punch. <laughs> Shout out Big K-Dog. Michael's birthday, the one that just happened, was the night that I had the interaction with the Americans. Yep. 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 <laughs> I, had great, I had a great night until I woke up the next day. I didn't give any... <laughs> joke, joke. Anyway, <laughs> going back, going back to the topic of how you deal with drunk people, like I was saying, if you can figure out that they're Play it, putting it on just don't give them attention that is the because obviously we know plenty of people who have done that and as soon as you don't give them attention it, it can go one or two ways they'll either start putting it on more or they'll just stop and mm-hmm. if they stop then yeah and if they start putting it on more then you just I know they're going to get in an argument put it on and they're fucking annoying yeah they just it's just the attention and if they're actually drunk and they are gone then you just need to help them Real drunk people don't start fights. Real drunk people don't start fights because they know they'll lose them. Real drunk people don't, oh my God, I'm so weird. I'm just gonna... No, real drunk people don't do that. They sit in the corner and they're like, oh, I'm fucked up. Yeah. Yep, yeah. AKA. <laughs> <laughs> <It's just> talking <laughs> from experience. <laughs> like, when, I'm, when I am waved, take my bank card away from me. Do not let you near any female because he'll buy the oh, drinks. No I'm other so reason. Lucky yeah. that we Paddington, I was sober when I first saw her. Because if I'd have been waved... Oh my... Mate, you would be like, Graham, you need to mortgage the fucking house. <laughs> D-Dog. <laughs> yeah, she's here. She's here. You know, yeah. It's time, you, it's time. You, oh, yeah, oper- you, Operation KE, a go. Yeah, yeah. You, use your amount, yeah? Okay. No, no, add a, add a zero. Okay. <laughs> Ali, so, for people who don't know, Alistair doesn't drink. Like he doesn't go out with the purpose to get drunk. He'll have one. We don't even have one. He started off with lemonade. This giant vagina, but um, <laughs> doesn't drink. So fair enough. No, so fa- when... Just say I've never been drunk. But you always Moving say on. that some more of it. Like never. But yeah. Anyways, um, how would you if you saw? Obviously, when you see us drunk and you analyze us, how? What's your steps to? Handling and dealing with us. Just, just, right, yeah. We can't go through the whole group. Yeah, 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 yeah. As a group, for example, in second and first year, when I got drunk, I was a bit aggressive. Aggressive. We'll say aggressive. What was firstly? What did you think? And second, how would you deal with it? I wouldn't be aggressive with my own friends. That is, I'd be a bit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when it comes what? to like friends, <laughs> I wouldn't be. I wasn't aggressive with anyone. Oh, friend-wise. He punched Mike. He threw keys in my head. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have punched him if you wasn't a drunk, to be fair. Exactly. If he threw keys in my head, then we weren't a bit... But yeah, Alistair, go on. Stefan has waved. What, what are your signals to know that he's waved and he's sober? To be, to be honest, like, Stefan goes quiet. Like, when he goes quiet, it's either he wants to go home or he's, like, he's, it's, he's feeling it. It's either... It's either like the drugs <laughs> and that, or it's the alcohol. Or, like he's feeling something. <laughs> they just got to keep an eye on him. Like, what are you doing? 
Especially if the tunes come on and they're banging and he's just standing still and just like, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Hey, that's not me, man. Go away. Is that... <laughs> that's the Pablo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Usually, usually, I always just look out for funny stuff rather than just like i look out to make sure you're okay but usually i just look out for funny stuff to tell you the next day because there's always stories like people fall over or something happens or like you just get rejected or something yeah. like that yeah <laughs> so usually it's just a look but that's with friends obviously i'm bare careful and whatever but if it's random people i take the piss i have the most fun with <laughs> drunk people especially after the club like or even like in smokers area ah oh, you can have so much fun i usually just tell them, oh yeah where you from? Oh, I'm an architect. Yeah, I'm study architecture. Yeah, I got AEB. Yeah, yeah. I'm twenty twenty five. Yeah, my name's Raf. I usually go with Raf. My name's Raf. Yeah. Alice is all ego. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Especially if we've got other people. Like usually it's me and Jake, and me and Jake would just go. Like we just and drunk people they always want to talk and talk and talk and talk. So we're just going <laughs> and going, and we just take the piss like. Sometimes you get like free drinks and stuff like that, and you just like, oh yeah, I'll catch you later, yeah, dickhead. And then he goes. When I went, I mean, I do stuff the way. If I know he's being quiet, because his his eyebrows tell his mood. When his eyebrows are like up, I'm like, okay, he'll get another drink with me. But if his eyebrows I'm like, yeah, down. <laughs> what I do, I just, oh, I just keep up. If Stefan just, if I see him just doing this whole, like, I literally just say like, hey, bro, 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 it's cool, bro. He looks, he looks at me, I'm like, no, nah, he's a dickhead. I'm like, all right, hey, can I? <laughs> so I Let me, I'm going to elaborate on that point. I go to, I do the whole, and I get angry and aggressive. It's people bumping into me. I really like my personal space at a club. And don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I know it's a bit silly. A club's usually busy, especially at uni. But if you've bumped into me once, fair enough. That's calm, Twice, yeah. fair enough. Three times, and I've asked you, be like, stop, like, can you not do it again? Or like, watch yourself. I don't care how drunk you are, just watch yourself. And then you do it again. And it's like, <laughs> boys, we got a 2619. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see the group chat pop off and be like, Stefan's about to fight someone. Stefan's got in a fight. Stefan's been kicked out. And it's just like, ah, uh, shit. Here we go again. Uh, <laughs> Worse is when you're in a club and you, you're with your boys around you and you know everyone's around you and all you hear is, what? And you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like, like, I like but I've learned to deal with it better. Now, if I, obviously, I don't go as much like now. Hey, I don't go out as much because I'm at uni. So... Even, but when I go out, I understand it more now. I'm, what, about to turn 23. So I get it more now. People are drunk, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I haven't had a fight on a night out in a long time. Yeah, it's been a very long time. Mm. Yeah. Bar that guy that, I think it was Michael's birthday. Or was it after? Michael's birthday. Do you remember that girl that was, like, talking to Michael, and she came up to us and was like, this guy sexually assaulted me. And we went to Camel after. Do you remember? And then Ryan, Ryan nutted that guy on the floor there. That was, that was Michael's birthday this year, but I went, and I came back the next day, and that was the night when I walked in and you were all still up. 
oh yeah, we got to bed till like. Oh my, and I had I walked out and um, I, out, I hadn't I, gone to bed. Walked out and I literally was like, bro, and he looked ill. Oh mate, it's the worst coach journey I've ever had in my life. But yeah, so just don't drink. Here's a lesson: don't drink. It's horrible. It, <laughs> yeah, it's always so funny. Like every single time, yeah, I just wake up the next morning, like. The morning after pagolas, I went gym. Uh, no, nah, I went for a 5k jog in there. I was chilling. No, and then I was just sitting in the group chat. Oh, no, guys. No. Guys, I'm dead. No, it was... <laughs> guys, Bro. oh, my bank account's dead as well, guys. Guys. <laughs> it wasn't even a money. Like, money's fine. But it was the fee. I've never felt... I was throwing up, like, is it called, like, that yellow stuff? Vile? Vile? Vile. Vile, vile. There we go. Mm. Um, I was throwing that up. Because I went to bed, Megan told me I fell asleep. At, I fell asleep with my head in a Sainsbury's bag from throwing up. <laughs> oh, wow. And then I, I got up. It was, I went to bed, it was, she said it was about 12, half 12. Woke up at 7, just throwing up, throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. Didn't get back to bed until about 10. And then woke up at 1, and I still felt, oh, yeah, one I, of the worst days ever. I woke up at like 4 o'clock in the morning, just needing a piss and a drink of water. Oh, my liver, when, it, when I had that first sip of water, it was like, that's much better. <laughs> Literally, my liver needed. I've never been, I've been hungover before. but That it, hit different. I think it's the age thing where I woke up. and it was It's the mix of drinks as well, because we drank everything. From cocktail to different cocktail, to cocktail, wine, to cider, to beer, to... Um, was it Jaeger to this? Yeah, you're, to... you're going ham. You're going ham. I mean, yeah. I felt sorry for. I mean, I felt sorry for you, Stephen. Not gonna lie. I mean, I kind of did, but you had Megan. I felt sorry for Michael and Kinnard. Oh yeah, I felt like going home. Oh, yeah, they had to go. They had to go all day. Reading. <laughs> Reading and Windsor. Them but... sites, like. I had, I, got, I got home in like fifteen minutes. I was. Kind Trust of... me, I was like. I, was... I I I thought I could. I, when we first got there, I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be a bit pissed when we leave, but I'll be able to get home fine. I'm lucky that Megan was on her way back from a friend's house. And she was texting me slash, I think, Gaz about where I was, etc. And you told her you, she had to come pick me up. Saying, you rang her saying, come pick me up. And she was 10 minutes. I'm lucky. She was about 20 minutes away. She was coming. And then was like, I'm going to get in a cab. And we were like, bro, isn't Megan on her way? And you went, no, she isn't. So I picked up the phone and I saw five missed calls from Megan. I just put... Yeah, he's at the cabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you saved me, you saved me. Well, I think this leads on... Yeah, go, oh, on. go on, go on, go on. I was going to say, this just leads on to... Our... I've got with Stefan throwing up, where he was leaning against the wall. Like, you know some people lounge over? Yeah, he's just... He's just, he's just leaning, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how he was. He was literally like... I've got... Oh, no, wait, he, he, did, got he didn't want to fall over, and he didn't want to move, so he was just like... He just holding... I <laughs> believe I have the picture... Um, hold on, there we go. Wait, I've got like a. It's from the video. Nice. <laughs> Look at the floor, man. Nice. But I loved you when it splashed my air forces, and I was like, "It's not. He did it on purpose." That, that, <laughs> mate, I'm so sorry. I'll wash him for you. Topic, but that leads us kind of nicely to our next topic, which is life after uni. So, myself, oh. Alistair, I have. Both graduated. I graduated last summer, the summer of 2019. Alistair yeah, graduated this year. And yeah. Gaz is in second year because he started a new course. So he's, he's getting there. He's getting there. But... I mean, I could be late because I did a year out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You did do a year out. Yeah. yeah. So he's, he's going to get there in the end. The music <laughs> thing is going to pay off um, at uni. Um, 
but that leads on to life after uni. Uh, uh. Mine's a lot different to yours, Alistair, because you finished uni in the middle of a fucking pandemic. Trust me. I so was having a talk. How's life? <laughs> I, I was actually having a talk because um, there's a cafe up the road, yeah, and um, there's this black guy who owns it, so we always chat about stuff like, he's been like, just, he's, he's like the OG, he's just giving me game on stuff. Because he does real estate and everything, yeah. Mm. And we were talking about, he was like, yeah, to be honest, I don't have any sympathy for you guys. Because when I graduated, it was 2008, financial Ah, crash. And he was doing economics. And he was like, yeah, I wanted to be an investment banker and all of this. And after that, all the regulations got put in. And like the money just kept going down and down and down and everything. And I was like, yeah, I hear you. But one question for you. How much did you pay for uni? He was like. I didn't pay anything for uni. And I was like, you see the difference right there? <laughs> like, yeah. We can start with that. Like, <laughs> we went, he, went from zero to 9K a year with interest. Like, obviously, he's got, when he's, sorry, yeah, when he's gone to uni, he's invested time, which time is money in an essence, but we've invested time and money. And I think in today's, well, he went, you said he went in 2008. Yeah, no, that's when he graduated. Graduated, so yeah. 12 years ago, the economy of this country is so much different. We're in a recession. Oh, yeah. Technically, we've gone back into a recession now as well, but I don't think the recession now is as bad as it was in no, 2008. Yeah. So, whereas now, with the money we spent, we say we spent, we didn't spend it. Obviously, we've had student loans, but... The, mo- the, t- the money we could have made in that time of being at uni, do you reckon we'd be better off? Because, like, what if we went away? You worked the entire time? Yeah. So you know, do you reckon we'd be where we wanted to be? Obviously, for certain courses, depending on the course you do. So, I do, I do media production. So, I just basically make shit. I feel that my degree is dog shit. And I would be better off now if I, after Spoke six straight form, in. I went straight for experience and work and built my portfolio up rather than going to get a degree. Whereas, True. I don't know about you lot. I think if I went, if I went yep. straight to work, I, financially I'd probably be better off, but then would I? Because I haven't, because I didn't really pay attention in school. I didn't have any qualifications to go into a Amen. job. Amen. I didn't have any qualifications to go into a job that I could start a base level and work my way up. Like I couldn't have gone into like, and like I would, I'm too proactive and shit. I'm get, I could not do an office job. Yeah, mm. I don't. I can't. I like to be on the move. Yeah, I like to be on the move. I don't like. And even with music, I did. I was. I didn't know enough to go straight into a music job, a production job. So, and I would have ended up just in hospitality, just bar serving and shit like that. Yeah. yeah There's only certain jobs I can sit down, especially in my field. Like I can sit down and edit for hours upon hours and I've done it at uni there was times where I'd done a 12 hour editing shift just in one go so I can do that but anything else really like research and stuff I can't sit down and concentrate on something I'm not that interested in for long mm. periods of time yeah I mean that's why I flopped at the restaurant because I was literally in head office and I was like I fucking hate this it's just doing risk assessments and menus every day like, yeah, yeah, that. yeah, that was one thing for me is like the repetition because at one point I wanted to be an accountant and then I got some work experience and w- working at a bank and stuff and I was just like, but we're doing this. Like, and it wasn't even the same type of thing, but in that type of field and I was like, I'm doing the same thing every day. Like, 
and there's no way it's going to change at all. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, nah. So I went into something a bit more like computer science is a bit more creative. Like the, the technology and stuff yeah. always changes. Like you have to learn new stuff. Right now I'm learning a language that came up like two years ago. And in the next three, four years, there's going to be new stuff that people want. So it's like, at least with this, you know, like things are just, they're transferable, but you're going to have to be learning new stuff for you to keep ahead which is like exciting in that case it's not even the case of i get what you mean completely it's like for example when i edit i'm always doing different styles there's different videos different types of clips transitions blah blah blah. there's new stuff all the time that i can do and learn and it's a forever learning progress but Mm. it's about new experiences as well for example let's say i was a car salesman right you deal with new customers every day and different types of people so it's not the same thing every time what, but certain jobs, like Gaz, you were saying when you worked at head office at um, Chard, yeah. the Shard, um, it was the same thing: risk assessment, menu, risk assessment. There's not, and you're not really getting you new know, experiences. The exciting thing you ever got was a client who wanted to come and do a viewing because you got to interact with someone. <laughs> oh, I hear that. that. That's one thing about working like like a big company or something like that it's like you're a cog in the machine so you have your box that you have to fill and that's it like there's no coloring outside the lines type of thing like you have to do that thing that we need you to do over and over and over again which, uh, it's just a long project by project than throughout you know what i mean like in your field you like okay we've got this guy that wants this project done in this editing thing you're just like okay so you look at his footage and you get a little entertainment from looking at the footage and in your one you know oh we need a new software that's going to do this okay i'll do that and in my one i do okay guys we've got if i work in the bbc from my course it'd be like okay so we need to do we need sound engineers to get ready for radio one big weekend in 10 weeks so the whole preparation is getting up for 10 weeks and then and then you do another thing yeah okay guys you're coming in doing the exact same thing you did six weeks ago and a year yeah that's one thing i I I could i could do that like even if the money was good maybe i'd stick it out for a bit but if it's if i'm not enjoying it then I can't do it. I'm one of those people is I have to enjoy my field and what I'm doing for me to put my 100% effort in. Mm-hmm. And if, if I can't put my if I'm not enjoying it, then do not expect my 100% yeah. effort. You going above and beyond type of thing. Oh, yeah. Like there's, yeah, there's certain things where you're just like, or like if you're at a job, it's 5 p.m., but you're doing something, you're just like, I could spend a, a little extra time. Like You're never going to do that if you don't like the job that you're doing. That's just the realist. When I was at the tailors, even though it was manual labour and stuff like that, I'd say I get in early and leave late. Like, oh, I'll get, I'll get it done. I don't mind being here. But some jobs, when I worked at Topshop, it was the second I clocked out, I walked out the door. Yeah. And I think it's you're gonna have days like that where you work like you've had a yeah. bad day. As soon as it hits time for you to leave, you leave. But there are some days where it's like. Yeah, I finished at five, but it'd be cool if I finished this task before I left. Then I have the weekend to do whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or I feel like I've accomplished something because you enjoy what you do. And if you yeah. don't, and I'll say this to anyone listening, watching who's just finished uni, do not go into a job where just because one, listen, if you need the money, then fair enough, stick it out for a bit. But don't settle for just mediocrity you know if you're if you can't wait for the day to end that job's not for you uh, i think you need to do something and you'll you'll suffer for, what's that you actually dread monday don't go in 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's if you one. can look forward to Monday, it's like, yeah, the weekend's over. Sad. However, you got work tomorrow, you got a new project or something you're working on that's, you know, going to get out there or something's, you know, happening at work that you're looking forward to, then fair enough. But if you dread Monday, and I'm sure a lot of people, let's say, who work retail feel like that because retail is not the most glamorous job in the world, but they're doing it for some sort of income, whether they have to pay bills or they just want the money to, you know, start like a business or they want money for life experience to you know go traveling mm. etc fair enough but if you're looking in the long term and you're yeah. like i'm gonna be here for five years and i know i'm gonna hate it you need to check yourself real quick and be like long term you know yeah. it's not for you you, you need you, you need, need a plan something. you need a plan and i can't stress that enough um but it's okay if you're young if you're 21 to 22 and you don't have a plan that's fine but Normal. Don't ha- don't yeah it's it's normal that's what we need to highlight here it is normal not yeah. to have a plan at this age because the world is forever changing and it's not like back in the day where if you decided to do something from young you had to stick with it for example maybe some of our parents or grandparents went and done stuff like that where they chose one thing from young and they stuck with it now there's so many opportunities out there trust me the internet's a real thing man yeah there's so many opportunities and although it is more competitive because people more people have degrees and uh whatnot and more qualifications if you work hard enough and you set a plan even if it's a long-term plan you can achieve what you want to achieve and if you say no but this but that sometimes Mm -hmm. i do think some people are making excuses because they want an easy life but if you really want something, and it sounds a bit cliche, if you really want something and you put the work in and before it gets better, it will get worse because to get to your goal, you might have to work at Sainsbury's for a year or you might have to do a job that you don't want to mm. do for a year or two. But if that means you, it helps you achieve your long-term plan and goal, then so be it. Like, Trust it me. Is. From my experience, I think people need to learn that stepping out of your comfort zone is not a bad thing. Facts. Mm. People I know who are in those jobs and don't like it, they refuse to move out of their town or they refuse to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there are so many places. Like, that, I think we, us three are, and all of our mates in the group or probably some others, I'm more uncomfortable if someone said to me there's a job going in Manchester that, you, that you'd like, I'm up and moving. Or there's a job in Birmingham, I'm up and going. But if you think mm-hmm. facts. far away from home, it's like, then just stay, that's, well, that's where your opportunities are only as far as you're willing to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like the US opened up, <laughs> I'd go to the US and try it. Just step out of your comfort zone, because in there you can always come home. But I think the main issue with stuff like this is, it's money at the end of the day. Yeah. It, it is money. And a lot of people, for example, for myself, I help my mum pay rent. I pay... A large chunk of the rent because um you know my mom doesn't earn the most amount of money but she doesn't earn little but she doesn't earn the most so i help her out and i would say a lot of people we especially we went to uni with are lucky because they money they earn they get to keep all for themselves bar obviously tax and national insurance but i know a lot of people who don't pay rent at home and their parents let them live at home rent free and let them have that freedom to go enjoy their younger years and maybe go traveling or go and try yeah, go find year. themselves and go find some ex- exactly. A lot of people don't have that um, choice, and I was yeah, that luxury. Also. Yeah, 
as soon as I finished uni, um, I was lucky as well. I got offered a job from where I'd done my placement. They wanted some more work done in terms of their market stuff, like videos. So they asked, they brought me back and uh, I'm doing a project for them. So, but ideally, do I know where I'm going to go after that? No, because I know, but I know I need to do something because I have bills to pay. I got a, I, I have bills to pay at the end of the day. So whether I go straight back into my field of work or it takes me a while to find somewhere and I have to find a middle job in between, then so be it. But I have a long-term plan. And oh, yeah. from when I've left uni, I'm on my way towards that. The plan might change, don't get me wrong. But at the same time, the plan is, at the end of the day, a plan will always change no matter what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, nothing's concrete. But like I said, I do think money is a large factor in people doing what they actually want to do and it's sad it's come to that um because limitations are there because of money but there's long term there's a way around it it's hard but it's long no one's naive enough to know that no one's naive enough to think that it's not reality but i I don't want to preach to people that think that they're saying their parents gonna be saying they're all employers gonna say it's just just i just think just don't get just get for me getting out of my comfort zone is the best thing I ever did. Just taking oh, yeah, for sure. taking opportunity. Mm. Just taking opportunity because you might like it. If a place offers you a job, and even if you think it's dog shit, at least go for the interview. And I can think of a prime mm. example. So my missus, she dropped out of uni. She didn't like a course. Um, so she dropped out end of second year. Didn't like it, and she hasn't got a, a long term plan right now. She's still you could say figuring it out, but she's working. She's earning peas. Um, mm. She's got plenty of savings in the past year. She's worked, got money, no problem. But she doesn't know where she wants to go for it. She doesn't really like her job at the moment, but she doesn't really know where she's like going to go or what she's going to do. And I just said, find an interest, something she loves makeup. She like, she's so into it. She's so good at it. I said, go do something with that. Go do something with, like beauty or something. And she's like, but oh, I don't want to do it. What if it doesn't work out? And it's like, you're never gonna work until you yeah. try. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, bro. Like, Trust me. Like, it's better to be like, if when you're looking back, yeah. oh yeah, at least I tried instead of oh yeah. what if. I tried it, and if it didn't work, it didn't work. It wasn't meant to be. Honestly. Or if man. it didn't work first time, you go try a second time. Also, also another big piece of advice would always be like, you need to find a way to enjoy learning new things. Like, oh, that's, for sure. Especially and, in life, that's life advice. Like moving forward in anything you do you need to find a way whether you're in school or whatever you're still at uni you need to find a way to enjoy learning new things and continue enjoy learning new things because that's going to drive you to become a better person that's how you evolve essentially you have to try new things i think if you how can i what analogy can i use if you go to Nando's and you constantly get a mango and lime because you're scared to go up to the medium or the hot or the extra hot you're took not... it off the menu for oh, whatever it's... what's there now lemon and herb it's coconut and uh, lime oh coconut and lime if you're constantly getting that and you're scared to go to the medium or to the hot to the extra hot you're not going to progress you're not going to move forward and you're going to stay where you are because the world's going to move forward the world's going to go this way but you're just going to fucking hell you're just going to stay here while the world constantly goes that way and you're just going to stay further um back and at the end of the day you don't really want that jesus that was loud jesus christ (laughs) um 
but yeah, so life off the is it's different for everyone, to say the least. But with competition out there being so sort of close stiff. and stiff, mm. you need to try new things. And you're not going to... I reckon, what, less than 1% of people get their, the job they want straight off the uni? I don't even know. If Probably less than that, 0.5% or something ridiculous. Especially right now in this situation. It's yeah, just... especially with, like, COVID... It's going to it's be like, harder. Especially for me, the biggest realisation was just like, this is all meant. Because for me, coming out of uni, I had the perfect plan. Like, everything was lined up so nicely. Yep. Until COVID hit. So like, I. I was like, when I finish uni, like, it's just letting off the reins. Like, I'm just going to be gone. There's so many people who have no idea what's going to go on or what's going to happen after uni. But me, I've got a plan. I'm going to drill it straight. And right now, I'm just in, like, oh... That that plan got cancelled, but like, you got to readdress, yeah. like readjust, it new plan. Now. It got it got pushed back. It got pushed. Back. Yeah, yeah, it got it got it got changed in that. So I'm just like, oh, following this new plan now. Yeah. Let me push this. Like, you got to keep moving forward, man. And Whatever. having a plan, it doesn't mean you have to follow it to a T. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever you set out a plan, things are going to go wrong, no matter what. Take football for example. Teams lay out a certain way to play, but if you go one nil down, two nil down, things change. And it's mm-hmm. how you adapt to the change. Yeah, is, exactly. Will determine how things work out. And really and truly, because of Corona, I'm still working. Well, I'm still on furlough. I've been on furlough since March, but I should have been gone from where I've been working because I should have finished the project. But I don't think I'm going back to work until maybe October um, when furlough ends. So that's no. pushed up. That's pushed back my plan. Let's let's move on because I feel like we're selling a, t- a pyramid scheme here. <laughs> Fair enough, but the key the t- key tip to life after uni is things don't always work out and just have adapt. fun yeah, adapt don't, yeah don't let it bring you down that much Facts. have a Facts. go well, what's the next topic because we've got about another 10 the minutes next topic well does it need all was, oh, let me check i have it yeah kind of is, is that get a job or be a brand to say yeah, about so, yeah so we've put two into one in the get end a job or be the job yeah that or, works or too be a what? Get a job or be the job, and I think, I think we'll yeah, if, yeah. we'll, if you, we'll, we'll if, leave it at that. Um, yeah, I think the the best statement for that is just like if you don't follow your dreams, someone's gonna hire you to help them build theirs. So. Oh, that's the oh. End. that's the all right. That is that is that is Thank you for having that's... having me on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe I'm the only two time guest, right? Yeah. 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 Two time. Come on. Let's go. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, hopefully, I'll be no on for worries. a third time at some point in the future. Hey boys, and, yeah. um, absolute pleasure. This has been. This has been. This has been the highly. The highly yeah. Uh, well, well, technically, we are now the highly educated. You know, degrees. Uh, nah, we're, st- <laughs> we're still uneducated in that. Still. <laughs> oh, quick. Oh, yeah. No, nah, that's cool. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Go on, go on, go on. I was just gonna say about like. Because you didn't get to talk about um, the whole A level thing, like quickly, like if you had gotten your predicted grades, would you have done better or worse? Predicted or what oh. the government did? Yeah, yeah. No, instead of what the government did, like yeah, your predicted grades. Like if you got uh, your predicted grades instead of the grades you got, I would have done a roundabout. I think I would have got three A stars instead of two and a, two A stars and a B. I would have done. Mm. I would have done about about the same. Yeah. Yeah. Would, it is what it is. Um, Accurate, mate. They got shagged. Oh they my! Got they got shagged. But that's a story for a different yeah, no. episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm holding scissors. I don't know. Um, oh, peace, and love. 
Peace and love. Thank you for yeah, watching. And I'll see y'all like soon. Like and subscribe, guys. Come on. Gabby. Okay. Calm. <laughs>